0: This is Actor Self-Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this, there's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello to everyone and welcome to episode 26, The Creative Tornado. So this month, if you're listening in real time, it's a lot about love this month of February. So I offer these four podcasts in that spirit, what I would love for you to understand about your mind. And, and my hope is that at the end of the month, or whenever you listen to all four, you have less judgment about yourself, and you have perhaps, dare I say, a plan for what you want. Because it's pretty easy to want things. But the difference for creative folks who get them and the ones who stay full-time dreamers, and yes, we adore the dreamers, almost always comes down to decisions and planning. And absolutely, there are those of us who seemingly walk in grace and good fortune with flowers erupting as we walk by, offers extended without auditions, and an aunt of someone you knew one time as a producer. We love you, golden ones, but most of us are not that. Most of us work and wait. Sometimes we stew. Sometimes we compare. So here's a little love for this particular group. The creative tornado. If you think of yourself as a creative, and I wager you do, this can be a trap. The creative tornado can be an excuse you give yourself and others for why you are stuck or overwhelmed so a tornado, by definition, is a mobile, destructive vortex of violently rotating winds. And it goes on. Well, who amongst us does not want their thoughts to be that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> And that vortex is a mass of whirling air. And that gives us the image of something we cannot control. It's, it's happening to us. But for many artists, this mass of wind is truly... A torrent of thoughts that we are creating. And it's about as useful as those directions we've all gotten at some point. I think you've been there either in an audition or in a rehearsal where the director gives so many notes and ideas about one beat that we end up just doing none of them. They seem at cross purposes in our mind, just like, I'm, I can't do all of that, so I'm, I'm going to do nothing. Seems safer. These these thoughts, these directions, they keep reeling by in our mind. It's like watching a train we thought was going to stop, keep going. And they end up being of no practical use, too much input. So, my friends, we construct this tornado with our thoughts, our ideas. And this can look a few different ways. But the two big ones, I find, are too many ideas for what to do or create, or too many theories as to why I'm not working, I'm not regarded highly, I'm not paid enough, I'm not loved enough. You fill in your own. Anything that you have these thoughts just whirling and whirling and repeating in your mind, that's your tornado. And the tornado has a pretty simple progression, just like our weather events. There's the gathering, there's the spinning, there's the shedding, and there's the damage. So the gathering, this is when we attach our ideas, our comparisons, our social media influencers telling us what to do, or the next thing to try, or we have another article online that talks about this other thing we want to do, and those ideas stick to thoughts we already had. And the force of that input, the speed with which we whip from thought to thought, post to post, outside input to outside input, just grips and and tethers and spins, creating a fast moving mental blur that we can no longer control. We may feel powerless beneath this force. It may feel like it came from outside us. But the truth is, we opened the door and all the windows of our minds and said, I need more. I need more coming in. Or sometimes we may have just thought, I'm not enough. Or the equally helpful, more is more. Look how amazing I am. Look how many ideas I've got juggling, right? Sometimes we, we fall into that. We rely on that. Part of our self-image. See how creative I am? I've got all these ideas of what could be, of what should be. The spinning is a reflection of a lack of constraint, not restraint, constraint, the choice to focus on solving something rather than have it circle again and again, gaining this momentum and force in your mind. So once we have all these ideas in our mind, each time we gather one in, like the fence post the tornado picks up, we accelerate that out-of-control feeling. We give up on our power to control the thoughts due to the speed our mind works at to place them somewhere. Because we're giving our mind more work to do. Picture your mind trying to organize its thoughts so it knows where to retrieve them when we decide we need them. That is a big part of our brain, is where to put these thoughts and ideas. We're giving our minds so much input, so much to contend with, it decides every idea has equal importance, so I better put them all in the front for easy access. So let's use the image of a multi-floor parking garage. If every person dropping off their car said, I'm leaving soon, please keep my car close to the exit, the exit would be totally blocked by all the cars. (laughs) Right? The mind does that as well. The more ideas we label important, the closer it tries to store them to the front of the mind for easy access. And when it runs out of those spaces, the primitive brain fears the exit will be blocked and we won't get to any of our ideas. So I better start rotating them really quickly so they're always coming back in case we need them. Exhausting. Exhausting. That's what we're doing to ourselves. The spinning is exhausting. So the shedding three parts. We've had the gathering, the spinning, now we're at the shedding. At some point, your mind will revolt. This is when a tornado is at its most dangerous. You'll want relief from the constant ideas and the repetition of the thought. After all, if they keep coming around and are not acted upon, it is understandable you would want to avoid them. So we shed some dramatically This is the version of a tornado tossing a brick through a car window, or uprooting an ancient beautiful tree, or worse. We may even blame anything outside us for how we are feeling stuck or overwhelmed. It's not us, it's it's all these things happening outside us. Sometimes the shedding looks like giving up, just dropping all the ideas because we can't pick one. This, my friends, is why some books don't get finished, or plays or lyrics. This is why people sometimes stay in shows longer than they want to. This is why people blame agents for themselves not getting work. It's easier to blame, to shed that responsibility onto others. And it is very, very human. We all do this. We just want to note when it's happening. Be aware. Oh, I see what I'm doing. I see what my brain's doing here. Shedding is letting the ideas drive us instead of us driving them. Shedding is letting the world happen to us. The storm throws things out in a random order and we react. And sometimes this can work out great. We've avoided a deadline for a self-tape, so we hurry at the last minute. We do it. We tape it. We submit it. And we book the job. But many times we feel pressure to act on something just because it is someone else's agenda, someone else's timetable. And you can also be in the eye of the storm here where it seems so quiet, so nice here, right? But what you are really experiencing is likely Buffering. You might be eating ice cream, or drinking, or scrolling, or streaming, or overworking, or over pumping iron, or over nutritional cleansing, in an attempt, in an effort, to create a zen space. But what you are really doing is hiding from the storm that is all around you. But we know buffering feels good. I'm right there. Buffering feels so good. The damage. What does not feel good is the aftermath. You may have consequences from the buffering you did in the eye of the storm. You may have feelings of failure from once again not getting things done. And your feelings of self-worth may dip and invite the swirling thoughts to come up again and repeat. So, why do we do this to ourselves? Because we are human with human brains in an era of information with no end stimulation with no boundaries. So we, actors in this era, have to make our own boundaries and make decisions ahead of time about what we want. Tornadoes happen in the valley of no decisions. Decisions are your superpower, my friends. Now, why, why do we love these tornadoes? We think we think it shows how creative we are. Look at how many ideas I have. We think it gives us a reason for getting nothing done because we have too much to get done. We think it makes us Renaissance actors, that we can do all the things. And maybe you can do all the things. But if you aren't enjoying most of the ride, you are just spinning some part of your life away when you could be doing it, living it. They are particularly profitable for our egos, these tornadoes, when we're in that ready lane, which for our work means we are currently available for offers and booking. We are available. We are ready. We can really spin out in some tornadoes then. One big tornado area I find in coaching is the so many reasons I am not all that tornado. One can write and act and be the ingenue but wants to do this other thing and also wants to have a fitness blog and also wants to travel the world and wants to adopt three children and learn a new musical instrument and have more followers on TikTok and did I tell you I can write and act and sing and play passable saxophone I can be a rock star but I can be recurring in a tv show but I I could have been better in this role than that person but all right I think you get the idea There's so many reasons I am not all that tornado. And here's another one. I have too many things I want to do. I just keep having all these ideas. I know a beautiful artist. I'm sure we all do. Or perhaps this describes yourself. I believe it does. But I know someone who has written books, illustrated, acted on stage, written for major networks, created paintings and drawings that rival any gallery's wares. So talented. And yet, this person flits, sometimes lurches from idea to idea to idea now, never picking and finishing any one, starting, working, switching, on and on, talking, ruminating. And is frustrated by this. How did this happen? This productive artist now cycloning away their days? The cause could be a number of things. Work stopped. Pandemic. Work changed. The rules for publishing changed. Who knows? And this is an important thought. I hope you hear this. The historical why is not what coaching works on. That's for therapy, if you want to work on that. Coaching is about what now? If all of this is my situation, my circumstance, the events of my life, What now? We want to start from this moment. Do you have more ideas than you know what to do with? Do you want to feel differently one year from today? How about one month? How about tomorrow? So what's the work this week if you decide you want to get into this? Simple. Get an awareness of your mind when this happens. Just start to name it there's that tornado, there's that gathering, oh, I'm spinning, just become aware. Sometimes that can be enough to stop it from taking off. It doesn't happen all the time for most of us. But if you don't like how your ideas don't seem to come to life, start spending a few moments each day on this. And one great tool is to use three by five index cards. And yes, you can recycle them, I encourage you to do so. But I find this tangible card to be very useful. And I like a Sharpie because it just feels bold and authoritative. You do you. When you have a thought, an idea that keeps wrapping itself to the front of your mind, write it down. Just one thought per card. And toss it in a box or a basket or an otherwise empty drawer. Whatever the container is, and it can be pretty or it can be a shoebox, whatever, it should only contain these cards. You may find yourself having a thought and writing it down multiple times, but in most cases you will realize it's already in the box or the basket. Then after seven days, dump all the items out of the container and sort them into two piles. I want you to sort them into important and unimportant. See if there's a theme. Now maybe all of them are important. And that's fine. It's just good to know. Maybe some of them are unimportant, but they're just nagging at you. But it's just good to take a look at that. Maybe most of them are about someone you love, your children, a health issue, a role you want, a show you're currently in. Sort them into those categories if it makes sense. But take a few moments. You can do this in one or two minutes and sort them. What's important? What's not? Are there categories here? What is my mind returning to again and again and again. You'll you'll learn by looking at these thoughts you wrote down on the cards and you can rearrange them. See what your mind is thinking. Then see if any one of these can be done in one day or one week. Look at your important pile and maybe all your cards are in your important pile, which is fine. See if any one of these can be done in one day or one week. If so, pick two or three and calendar them for this week. So get out your phone, your smartphone, your hard copy calendar, whatever you use, and put them in. If you're in a show, schedule them for time that you know you have. Sometimes you can do something in less than two hours. Then pick one of these to be a long-term goal. If you can't get it done in a day or a week, pick it out, and that's going to be a long-term goal. It doesn't have to be an amazing thing. It's just something that keeps coming up in your mind. So decide if it's a thought you want to keep having, if it's something you want to actually work on. Keep these three cards, and only three, outside the basket or box or drawer. And you can put them on your mirror, your fridge, your phone, home screen, whatever works for you. You can take a picture of them and recycle the cards then put a hash mark or a line on the remainder of the cards or a number, number one, because it's one week, and toss them back into the box. You can just memorize them and say them to yourself as you work out. You know, it's just three things. Your mind can hold on to three things. Your mind loves a job to do. What we're going to do is giving it a job. And here's the magic. And I know you were thinking, where's the magic? Here's the magic. You don't have to take another one out of the box until you achieve one that's already selected. It can be the one day, the one week, or the long-term goal. And you can each week toss the three back in and take another three out. But you're not keeping any more than three out. And to take another one out, you have to put one back in. So you have your three out. Hopefully you're going to calendar the one that can be done in a day or a week and you're going to keep that long-term goal in your mind's eye or up on your dressing room mirror or wherever you might see it from time to time in your week. And your mind may well continue on throwing up thoughts. It may start to feel out of control again. You know what to do. You just get the index cards at the end of the day. I don't expect you to carry these around with you. But at the end of the day, you can probably think, what was it that was bothering me today? What kept coming up into my mind? You write it down. You put it in that box. If it's not urgent, it stays in that box or that basket until the end of the seven days again. Then you do the process again. You dump it out. Maybe there's more. Maybe you wrote down some of the same things again. Maybe you'll look at things and decide, that's not important to me. And you can recycle it or cross through it and reuse the card. What you're doing is you're training your brain to get things done or to decide, you know, that's not important to me. I don't need to keep thinking about that. It's not something I really want. So I'm going to give my brain a break here, and I'm not going to keep thinking about it. You are teaching your brain, your higher evolved brain, that you do have more control than you think. And you are teaching your lower brain that we love your toddler brain, your primitive brain, some constraint. Try it if you're displeased with your days, if you're displeased with your results, or just file this idea away in your mind's eye for a time that you do need it. When you are in that tornado, when you do feel overwhelmed, you have a system ready. And it's best to do it every week until you stop feeling overwhelmed. Think about your life six months from now or a year. And pick three things, three thoughts, three actions you want to work on. Three things that if you solved for them, if you put your mind to work, your life would bloom. Write them down. And know this, you can do this. Absolutely, I have no doubt. Decide that you can. Tornadoes happen in the valley of no decisions. All right. So much love to you all. Have a great week.